Hey guys, sorry if there's any stream interruptions right now, but I am alive while I wait for my mom to show up to go shopping, do a little shopping that she needs for tomorrow and for the house, you know, food items and stuff. But I wanted to come on here live and, and do a bit of a follow-up on something that everybody's talking about. You know, now, last night, before I went to bed, of course, I did a video real quick. I did a video. Usually, I... Usually I don't do a video with my Canon camera and my mic or connected to it or anything like that unless my mom's not home. But yesterday my mom was home but she was asleep. But I knew I couldn't contain this news as much as I could which is why I did the video and uploaded it when I did. And that news of course is the fact that in November, well more importantly it sounds like May now, I'll get into that in a moment, but in November, a 96-page graphic novel trade paperback crossover is going to be hitting shelves, courtesy of IDW and Hasbro Studios. That, of course, as you can tell by the title of this live stream, is the crossover of Transformers and My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Now, the Transformers that we're getting seem to be the Cyberverse version of the Transformers. In other words, more along the lines of a... As I said in the video last night, more of a modern take on Generation 1, which is what I think Cyberverse is. It's a more modern take. But anyway, we got more information today and even a new cover, a new variant cover featuring RC and Rarity. So it kind of shows you that basically four of the main characters involved in this will be Twilight Sparkle, Optimus Prime, RC, and Rarity are going to be four of the main focuses when it comes to the story. Now, we did get some more information, and I'm sure Rodimus Primal has talked about this in his video, which I will watch in a little while as well, but the information that we have gotten um, is this. The information we got is this. The fact that, you know, I said earlier that May may be the month we get the story, because apparently... In May, unless I'm reading this wrong, they're going to be dropping an issue every week. So every week in May, you're going to get a new issue of this four-part crossover. Each issue, I would, con I would consider features one of the team-ups that's going to connect with the story. I mean, basically, in the synopsis that Equestria Daily provided, you're going to get team-ups uh, all the way around. You know, you're going to have, you know, RC, Rarity, Twilight, Spike. You're going to have, uh, you know, Grimlock and, you know, not, you're going to get RC, Rarity. You're going to get Twilight and Optimus, I should say. You're going to get Spike and Grimlock. Uh, I think, I think you're going to get Rainbow Dash. And I think she's teaming up with somebody as well. I, I can't think of it who it is right now. Oh, Windblade. I think Rainbow, yeah, Rainbow Dash is with Windblade. Uh, you got uh, Fluttershy with Gouge, I think, and Soundwave or something like that. So you got, a, and you got Pinkie Pie with some characters, some other Autobots and just involved in that. So you got basically each of the main six is going to be involved in something. And I think you're going to have maybe two of the main six involved together with a couple of the Transformer characters. But yeah, this is a, a big deal. This is a very big deal. Now, some people are wondering, you know, 
I'm wondering why out of all the crossovers, you know, why why go in this direction? You know, why go with this? And I think it's just the fact that the people at IDW, the people, the creative team behind this, because believe it or not, they have three writers and five illustrators. Five illustrators, drawers, colorists, and three different writers. Or something like that. Three different writing teams, five illustrating teams, or something like that. So it's gonna, it's gonna, you're gonna have different uh, artistic styles throughout the story, and you're gonna have uh, dialogue a little bit similar, identical, maybe a bit different, depending on the writing, depending on the head writer of that story. But, you know, some people, you know, like Rodimus Primal said at the beginning of his video, are scratching their heads about this. They're wondering why, why this of all crossovers. And again, this is a crossover that, believe it or not, fans have been wanting to see ever since Friendship is Magic became the phenomenon that it is. Because they basically see the same thing a lot of us see. You know, they see the same thing a lot of us see. And that is the fact that Friendship is Magic, My Little Pony... And Transformers are pop culture phenomenons. Transformers Generation 1 paved the way for the various Transformers that we got later on. Some successful, not some not so. But still, it paved the way for it to be a pop culture phenomenon. And nothing from a show about sentient robot beings from another planet, no other show or franchise has touched, has touched it ever since, has ever reached that same level that Transformers did. No, they never have. They never have touched that level of popularity. You know, and the same, and when people look at Friendship is Magic, they look at a show that's identical to that. They look at a show that's identical to that from the fact that even though it lasted longer season-wise in animation form, you know, for t almost 10, 10 years, and everything, the fact is people see the same kind of culture, pop culture impact it's had. You know, just like Transformers. So it's only natural that sooner or later you were going to have to cross these two properties of Hasbro over. And that's what they've done. They've crossed both of these properties finally over. What's funny, uh, as I mentioned uh, last night in the video, Linkara brings up the fact that um, when he did his, what was this, his revolution or, rev yeah, I think his revolution review or something like that, uh, which was the IDW Comics crossover event of all, of the, uh, a majority, I should say, of the Hasbro properties, he mentioned that My Little Pony was one of the properties excluded. But that he could totally see a character like Pinkie Pie fighting alongside a character like Optimus Prime. Little does he know that about a week later, that's pretty much been confirmed now. But it's going to be really interesting the direction they take with this. You know, like we know Crystalis, according to the, um, the, the synopsis, is going to be responsible for what happened. We know she's going to be the one that's responsible for this crossover happening for the Autobots and the Decepticons arriving in Equestria. We, we, know, we know that. 
We don't know what her fate's going to be, but we know that. You know, we we know that that's going to happen. We know that she's going to be responsible for this. But what happens? But what happens in the? But, but what happens as an end result is, you know, like the aftermath and all that is going to be a total. Is it's it's going to be up in the air. It's like again, we don't know what's going to happen with Crystalis. What her fate's going to be. If she's going to team up with the Decepticons, you know, you know what other villains are going to probably team up with the Decepticons as a result. We don't know, but it's going to be really intriguing. It's going to be really fun to to open the pages of each of those comics, possibly in May individually and in November collectively, and see what we're going to get. It's going to be really interesting. I mean, I like the fact that. One of the covers has the ponies looking at the matrix of leadership. It makes you wonder. It makes you wonder because we know that the matrix, you know, is, you know, the matrix basically gives power and basically, you know, is the connection of deciding who the next prime is. You gotta wonder if it's gonna have a connection of knowing Twilight as being the leader she's meant to be for Equestria. It's really interesting. It's really interesting, but but the fact that you're going to get all these different team ups in this in this movie, you know, in this crossover, you know, with the Autobots and the main six, main seven, if you will, it's going to be. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a fun read for a lot of us. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like I said earlier, people look at the fact that, you know, they don't think something like My Little Pony could cross over with Transformers. It doesn't make sense. But again, like I mentioned, these are two pop culture phenomenons of two different generations. One still going to this day and one still popular popular than it's ever been, even after its animated portion's been gone or been, you know, you know, brought to a hold. It really, again, it just really is something that a lot of fans of both properties are going to, I believe, enjoy. And, and they can understand, again, the, the generational similarities. I mean, Transformers, even though it was only around, you know, Generation 1-wise, was only around for like four, season, four seasons animation-wise, it still continued in Japan with Headmasters, you know, Super Mega Force, and I think that's what it was. And a victory. And still continued on. And then, like I said, you had Beast, you had Beast Machines. Then you had the anime, the CGI animes that came over that were de- some were decent, some were not. And then you had Transformers Prime, which was kind of inspired by the live-action films. And then you had the follow-up, which was Cyberverse. You had this follow-up, which was Cyberverse. You tried R.I.D., which was Robots in Disguise. That wasn't very popular. But then you had, like I said, you had Cyberverse. Now, I'm not saying Robots in Disguise, if you're a fan of that, wasn't good. It's just I don't think it had the impact that Cyberverse, I think, is having. Or at least that lineup is. Because, again, to me, Cyberverse is just a modern take on Generation 1. I really do. And... 
what's crazy about this is everybody talks about how the comics are more freelance. Like the creative team is allowed to give, be more. The creative team is allowed to be more lenient in what they write, in what they decide, of what you know, like what direction they decide to go in. So, to me, it's going to be really interesting what we get in the end here. It really is. It's going to be really interesting what we get in the end. Because you could get, I think what's, I, I believe that you can get as mature, maybe as dark as you want, as you can get when you're crossing over these two kind of properties. You can get as mature and as dark as you can get when, like I say, coming, when it comes to crossing over these two properties to see basically how far you can go, to see how, you know, you know, what depths, like, what, you know, like, basically, to me, what I'm trying to say is I think this is going to be a test of what they're going to be able to do from a maturity standpoint, you know, grown up standpoint, at times, the friendship is magic, involving it in a crossover with a franchise like Transformers. It's going to be really interesting. Again, I think, it, I think what it's going to do is it's going to allow the writers, because like I said, a lot of people have mentioned, and they, it's true, comic books allow the writers, the creative team, to have a little bit more leeway. So we're going to see how much more freedom they're going to get when it comes to doing this story. It's going to be really interesting. And you got to wonder whether or not it's going to tie into the Season 10 comic of, of uh, Friendship is Magic in any, any shape, form, or fashion, or even tie into any of the main Transformer comics by IDW makes you wonder makes you think exactly what whether or not it will tie in or if it's just going to be its own thing in the end but i'm looking forward to it i mean you know everybody always wrote fan fiction on always wrote always thought about theories and possibilities you know the fact that rumor has gone around that hasbro wants to create their own cinematic universe well guess what if this is the stepping stone for it in comic book form, there you go. And one can only imagine that if this becomes a massive hit for Hasbro and for IDW uh, in general, as well as becomes a massive hit amongst both fan bases, maybe people that are fans of both, you know, franchises, it can o you can only wonder if perhaps IDW might even convince an animation studio like, let's say, Toon Boom Harmony or something like that to come out and maybe animate or DHX or Boulder Media to come out and animate maybe an animated movie adaption of this crossover. Imagine that. Imagine this becomes a success and then the next thing you hear down the line is there's going to be an animated movie adaption of it. Imagine that. And this opens the door. This opens the door now to possibly having MLP crossover with G.I. Joe. MLP crossover with uh, Mask, Micronauts, you know, ROM. Heck, if you want to throw it in there, and this was another property that was excluded, I was surprised, Inhumanoids. There you go. So it's going to be really intriguing and really interesting. Uh, uh, you know, it's going to be, what I'm trying to say is it's going to be really intriguing and really interesting of what out of what we get when it comes to this crossover because I can tell you honestly this is a crossover 
people are going to enjoy, especially if you've been a fan of both franchises. And if you grew up with both franchises, um, like I did. You know, I grew up in the 80s with Generation 1 with Transformers. Always been a fan of Transformers my whole life. Still am to this day. And the fact that it took me a bit to become a fan, to officially come out and take back what I said in that one video you can find here on my channel where I said I wouldn't be a brony and come out about, what was it, six years later and say I am a brony. I've become a part of the fan base. I've become part of the community. And because I be, because I became obsessed, well, not obsessed, but I became a huge fan of this show. Uh, oh, and developed a passion for this show. It, it's just something that I don't think any of us, any of us are going to want to miss out on. And I believe we're going to get something good in the end. I really do. And like I said, it opens the door for other possibilities. And if this is a hint, maybe of what they think the Hasbro cinematic universe could be like you know what a way to kind of give us an idea maybe an easter egg and a glimpse of what's to come so it's going to be really interesting to me like i said it's going to test the waters of how you know you know like how action-packed how dark maybe they can get how mature wise they can get it's really going to test the level you know of how far they can go like what limitations they will like what limits they can cross or what unlimited i should say what unlimitations they will be able to have before they get limited uh you know in the end so really interesting so i'm just really glad about this apparently it will begin it will be released in may in the whole month of may four four issues every week and then all collected together for a november trade paperback release i am definitely going to be getting all the issues as well as the trade paperback as well. And you can only wonder if Hasbro's gonna come out with maybe some kind of collaboration toy or whatever you want to call it, fan series toy and whatever, a collaboration of Transformers and My Little Pony toys to promote this Hasbro of Hasbro getting ready to release Transformer My Little Pony collaborated toys and all that or figures or collectibles to promote this. Uh, but uh, I thought I'd just come on here guys thoughts on it I'm going to head back in the door to get some stuff ready for me and my mom to shop and uh, buy to, and then head home but thank you all for watching live I really appreciate it let me know what your thoughts are down below in the comment section if you haven't right, sorry about that guys but again like I said let me know what your thoughts are on the whole situation what are you looking forward to? What do you think will come out of this crossover collaboration-wise? How far do you think they'll be able to go with it? And which team-up are you looking forward to the most when it comes to the Autobots and the Main 7? Let me know down below. Comment if you like. I'd love to hear from each and every one of you. And I'll talk to you later. I got to get into the store, like I said. And um, get stuff ready for me and my mom to shop with. And then head home afterwards. But let me know what you guys all think down below. And I'm out.